welcome to my podcast, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Please feel free to invite your friends and family so they may be blessed as well. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the authority to battle against the controlling powers of witchcraft that attacks me in Jesus' name. I bind every negative, unscriptural word spoken against my life. I break the power of confusion, torment, fear, control, and manipulation. I take captive of every vain imagination and high thought that is contrary to the word of God in my life. I submit my will, thoughts, and life to the Lordship of Christ Jesus and plead the blood of Jesus over my mind, commanding stability and order to prevail in my soul. Amen. The enemy has a plan for your life to steal, kill, and destroy. God wants us to stay alert. He warns us to stay alert. Alert means quick to notice any unusual or potentially dangerous or difficult circumstances. So when you're crying, why God? Why so much pain? Why me? Remember, you was warned. Some of y'all are hard-headed. That's why. And God warns us to stay sober-minded. The biblical definition of sober is to have good sense, good judgment, wisdom, and be level-headed at all times, watching out for the schemes of the devil who prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. 1 Peter 5 and 8, read it for yourself. What Satan does when he feels threatened by you. First, let me start by highlighting what makes him feel threatened. Satan fears you will discover your true identity. Satan knows something that most of us fail to consider. Human beings are the crown of God's creation. It is this position of honor that Satan fears. Another fact, Satan knows we were given dominion over him. And to us, he is like a bug. We can easily step on and keep under our feet. Amen. Never underestimate the enemy. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan is real and more intelligent than human beings. Satan is evil and the father of lies. Ten strategies Satan uses against us. Number one. Satan wants us to doubt God's word. Satan is in an all-out attack to make you and me doubt, reject, and become deaf to the voice of God because the devil knows if he succeeds, then Satan wins your soul. That means you just booked yourself a one-way ticket to hell. No cap. Number two. He also wants us to avoid church by all means necessary. If you're having sex before marriage, go to church anyway. If you are a drug addict trying to beat addiction, go to church anyway. If you aren't sure what gender you prefer, go to church anyway. If you can't quit that disgusting habit, go to church anyway. Church is a hospital for the broken, for the lost, the confused, the rejected. Every sinner has a future and every saint has a past. How do we break the chains of addiction and bondage? By prayer. Prayer for you and prayer with you. 
There isn't a single person in the forward of the church that doesn't have something they hate or regret about their past. We've all made mistakes and will continue to, but his grace is enough. There's things that I never want to admit out loud about myself, but God knows and he loves me anyway. So whatever you've done, whatever you're doing, whatever you will do, go to church anyway. It might just change your life. Amen. Number three, he blinds the minds of believers. So he not only speaks what is false, he hides what is true. Hmm. Number four, he masquerades in costumes of light and righteousness. In 2 Corinthians 11, 13, and 15, Paul says that some people are posing as apostles who are not. He explains like this, even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is not strange if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Number five, Satan attempts people to sin. He tried it with Jesus in the wilderness and failed. He tried it on Judas and succeeded in the last hours of Jesus' life. Number six, Satan plucks the word of God out of people's hearts and chokes faith. Listen up now. Jesus told the parable of the four soils in Mark 4, 1 and 9. Please study that. It it in it the seed of the word of God is sown, and some falls on the path, and birds quickly take it away. He explains in verse 15: Satan immediately comes, takes away the word which was sown in them. Satan snatches the word because he hates faith, which the word produces. Romans 10 and 17. Number seven, Satan causes some sickness and diseases. Jesus healed a woman once who was bent over and could not straighten herself. When some criticized him for doing that on the Sabbath, he said, Ought not the woman, ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? Luke 13 and 16, Jesus saw Satan as the one who had caused this disease. Number eight, Satan is a murderer. Jesus said to those who were planning to kill him, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth. Amen. That's John 8 and 44. Please study that. Number nine, Satan fights against the plans of missionaries. Paul tells us, how his missionary plans was frustrated. Satan hates evangelism and discipleship, and he would throw every obstacle he can in the way of missionaries and people with a zeal for evangelism. And number 10, Satan accuses Christians before God. Revelations 12 and 10 says, I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our God. Satan's defeat is sure, but his accusations haven't ceased. Satan will not win. According to 1 John 3 and 8, 
the Son of God appeared to destroy the works of the devil. Hebrews 3 and 14, Christ took on human nature that through death he might destroy him who has the power of death, that is the devil. Revelation 20 and 10 says, one day the warfare will be over. The devil will be thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone and will be tormented day and night forever and ever. That's going to be a glorious day. Resist. James says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. James 4 and 7. And there is no neutral zone. Choose today whose side you're on. You either sold out to Christ or enslaved by Satan. The question is not whether you want to be in this war. Everyone is in it. Either we are defeated by the devil and thus following like cattle to the slaughter, the prince of the power of the air, Ephesians 2 and 2, or we are resisting. Resist him firm in your faith. That's 1 Peter 5 and 9. There is no neutral zone. I'm going to say that again. There is no neutral zone. You either triumph by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony, or you will be enslaved by Satan. Period. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to invite a friend for tomorrow's lessons could be your biggest blessing. And you guys remember, everything you need is already inside of you. Don't wait for others to light your fire. You have your own matches. Okay? Have a good night.